it's important for us to understand the climate that we find ourselves in as Christians. Luke 18, Luke chapter 18, verses, verse 8, speaks about whether the Lord Jesus would really find faith on the earth when he comes back. And he has entered into Jerusalem, and the Pharisees begin to pose questions to him, and he poses a parable to the disciples. And it's the parable of the unjust judge, where the idea is that God is not so much going to answer your prayer right away, but that as you continually come to him, being a just and holy and righteous God who is filled with all wisdom and understanding, more so evaluates your situation and when the time is right, would answer your prayer. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. As his children, we need to understand that. If you were to go to a judge and you had a case that was before the judge, and you were to go before that judge, and the judge made a decision right away as in regards to your case. If it was a bad decision, you would more so find yourself protesting and saying, why didn't you look at more evidence? Why didn't we look at more information that could have helped my case. And in a sense, that's what God does when you continually go to him for something. He is evaluating. And in his perfect timing, he will grant to you or he will deny you the thing that you're praying for. But it's in his timing when you're ready for it, when you need it, if you go to him selfishly, don't expect to receive anything. If you go to him with a wrong heart, don't expect to receive anything. But here in Luke chapter 18, verse 8, as he, Jesus, has spoken to the disciples this parable, and he says, hear what the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him? Though he bears long with them, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Find there can also mean see or obtain. Will he really come and see faith on the earth? Yes, there will always be unbelievers on the face of the earth. Face of the earth. There will always be non-believers dwelling on the face of the earth. There'll always be those that will not believe in God. There'll be always be those that will not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But more so, when Jesus comes, is he going to find faith in his people? Will he find them faithful? And as the scriptures say in Matthew 24, that you would, to the end you will remain faithful, that you endure 
He who endures to the end shall be saved. Continually enduring the hardships of the Christian life, continuing in enduring those things that happen upon you as a Christian. And then also in Hebrews chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. To discern both good and evil. And here the writer of Hebrews is stating that many of you are still babes needing milk when by now, after years of being a Christian, after years of following the Lord, you should be teaching the, the, the first principles, the doctrines of scriptures. You are not able to endure meat. You still need milk, the little things, the soft food. You need a pureed diet because you are unable and unskilled in order to understand and teach the doctrines of the scriptures to others. The overall climate of the Christian faith and of the of Christians today is, in my opinion, a serious, serious matter. And it doesn't take much to look around to see what's happening. There was a news report recently that said people are flocking to the Noah movie, the, the movie Noah. Yes, of course they are. Because these are all apostate Christians these are all people who have no they have not had their senses exercised as the scriptures say here to discern both good and evil. Why would you go and pay money to see a movie that has taken extreme liberal and environmental liberties in telling the narrative of Noah? You're following and going and seeing and paying money and giving your approval of a movie that a unrighteous heathen person has made with unrighteous heathen actors that does not follow the biblical story. And you have other Christians and Christian news outlets telling Christians that it's okay to go see it. You have Christians that are going to see the movie The Son of God that does not accurately portray the life of Jesus. They have to fill in spaces because it's Hollywood in order to see, in order to show you this movie so you can be entertained. It's all about money. And if you want to go back and look at my last video where we talked about Christian movies, should you go see them, you can click on the link and below, I'll put below, and you can go see watch that as well but what's important to understand is is that christians are coming out and they're proclaiming all kinds of things they're believing and following all kinds of things and that's not good you have christians that will get up and declare and say that jesus is my lord and 
They love the gospel, yet their home is filled with all kinds of idols. Their home is filled with all kinds of horrible DVDs and videos and terrible pictures that they have hanging on the wall. They use foul language. They smoke and drink. And they are not presenting themselves as holy, sanctified saints of God. They have become followers of the world. They have nestled themselves into the comforts of the world instead of the hardships of Christianity. It is a sad thing to see this when time and time again the scriptures call us back to a place of holiness and righteousness. You are supposed to be, if you are a Christian, you are supposed to be an example of Jesus Christ and the earth, not mixing with the non-believers of the world. Yes, you need to work with them. Yes, you need to see them. Yes, you need to uh, interact with them, of course, in order to give the gospel. But you are not to pick up their ways. You are not to follow their practices. You are not to act like them, talk like them, speak like them. You are to be different. You are to be a follower of Jesus Christ and to be an example for him on the earth in front of the non-believers. And compromise and worldliness has taken over the Christian church today. You can go to any Christian church and you will find entertainment, You'll find silly, ridiculous plays and skits that they're putting on, especially at this time of year around April, around the time of the pagan holiday Easter, where you're going to find all of these kinds of worldly entertainment that's put into these churches in order to draw people in so that they can make more money so the pastors can have more money. And shame on you pastors, shame on you pastors for fleecing the flock of God, shame on you. God will judge you and God will declare to you your error and your wrong and he says to you, repent today. Repent of what you're doing. He sees his flock and he sees his sheep and he sees what you're doing. Be careful. Beware. Turn from your ways. Turn from it and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. We get a lot of people that will say, well, what are we supposed to be doing? What happens is that people are confused and they do not understand. They think that they got to be doing something. They think that they have to be busy. They think that they have this life here that they have to have. Well, why can't we go to biblical movies? Why can't we read all kinds of weird books? Why can't we be spending our time doing other things? Why can't we listen to rock music? Why can't we talk like the world and have the gangster mentality? Why can't we uh, drive uh, fancy cars? Why can't we do all these things? Why can't we have money? Why can't we have a great job? As disciples of Jesus Christ, we are to be about doing God's will. And what that is, is the gospel. Proclaiming the gospel until the very end. What does the Christian life, or what, what should the life of a Christian look like? 
Well, upon rising in the morning, you would pray, you would get up, you would do your duty, you would read your Bible. Bible reading and praying throughout the entire day. Bible reading and praying throughout the entire day should be the constant daily habit of the Christian. You are constantly praying, you are constantly reading the Scriptures, you're constantly thinking upon the Lord and what you can be doing for Him and proclaiming the Gospel, passing out tracts, going out, proclaiming the Gospel, getting His Word out to the masses of walking in holiness, but proclaiming the Gospel all the time. We hear all the time. What's God's will for my life? What is God's will for my life? What is God's plan for my life? Like you're so important that God's plan for you has to be something spectacular. Let me tell you something. People will tell you God has a wonderful plan for your life. God's will for you is, is some, he's got something awesome for you, a great will or, or his plan. He has an awesome plan for your life. Well, let me shock you for a minute. God has no plan for your life. God has no plans for your life. What God wants, what His will is, it is flatly declared in the Scriptures, and it is flatly declared by the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ what His will is to you and to every born-again believing Christian that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ and has a heart for Him. His will for you is that you walk as an example in the world for Him you be an example for him in the world to glorify him on the face of the earth. And the primary mission of every believer is to declare the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is God's will for you. There is no other will. There is no plan for your life. The plan for your life is that you declare the gospel. And if you think that God has a plan for your life that you're going to marry and have five children and start and have a great job and a great business and drive a nice car, no, that's not God's plan for you. And it cannot be because that's anti-biblical. God's will for every Christian who is born again and loves the Lord Jesus is to declare the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to a dying world until the door closes when Jesus comes. If you would understand that as Hebrews 5.14 says, But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil.